This program brought to you by www.ckpcreative.com.au. Welcome to Be Connected World on Thursday. I'm Missy Henkel. I'm today. I'm um, Thursday night sales trainer. So tonight our topic is on um, answering questions. Answering questions versus asking questions. So traditional sales training teaches the salesman to ask many questions so they can qualify the client and help them with the right product or service to sell to a customer. But in today's world, the customers have what's called this wonderful third-party tool that's called Google. And because of Google, salesmen no longer have great questions, only the customers do. And this is why. Customers, before they choose to buy, Google the crap out of everything. They Google, they look it up, they Google it, they look everywhere, they start asking people around them and they'll ask questions of everyone before they have to go and ask the actual salesman that sells it. I'll give you an example. Let's say we're all here at a networking event as we are and um, let's take Lucia as an example. Lucia, can you tell me, let's say Lucia's elevator pitch was on lip gloss. And she said, I sell lip gloss to people who to women who like to wear lipstick. What's the first thing that that woman is, or everyone in the group is thinking, every woman in the group is thinking? Um, I wonder how much that is, right? Yeah. It's amazing how much someone will Google to find out that answer instead of going to the salesman and just asking directly. But that's precisely how the world uses Google to get answers for products and services. They come up with an idea and then they go Googling, looking for price or wherever the gaps of information is that they have. And price is usually a big one, right? If they can't find the price, so if they can't find the price or go looking on a website and can't find what we're after with Lucia, we'll start asking other people. We'll find other people's products, have a general idea. We'll start asking other people, Lana, do you know how much Lucia's lip gloss is? Sabrina, do you know how much... Lucia's lip gloss is. Alison, do you know how much Lucia's lip gloss is? Faith, do you know how much Lucia's lip gloss is? And if the answer keeps coming back as no, 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 I've got no idea, eventually the customer will go to the salesman and ask. And there's a reason why they don't go to the salesman first is because they get worried that maybe the salesman thinks that they want to buy when at the moment they might be researching or just curious. So they'll take as long as possible to get to the salesman hoping that the answer will come to them beforehand. But when they do finally get to the salesman, they've done so much research that when they have questions to ask, they literally just need those questions answered. So when somebody finds us, the salesman, and then asks us questions, they're not looking for big elaborate answers. They're looking for answers very much like what Google would give. So they're not looking for elaborate answers. And they're not looking for the salesman to ask them questions instead of answering their questions. So in today's world, the only good questions that can be asked inside of a sale comes from the customer. And it's interesting how much a customer's questions will trip up a salesman. The number one question that will trip a salesman is, how much does that cost? 
Can anyone tell me the answer to that question? Let me see how I can help you first. Nope. It depends. Nope. Whatever the cost is. Whatever you priced it at. Just the price. Yes, thank you. The answer to that question, how much does it cost, is just the price. And the answer is just the price but with no explanation. But this, this, is, where I get, this is where I get tripped up, right? Mm-hmm. Because we have the price and then there is this if it's on special. So if someone's got a catalogue in their hand, they yep. think it's one price. If they go online like today, mm-hmm. it's actually 70% off, mm-hmm. right? So which price do I give someone? So if Sabrina was to ask me the question, do I say to her, do I give her the, the amount that it normally is or do I give it today's price or yeah, do I not? Great question. Now you give the price. So let's say Sabrina come to you and said, oh, you sell lip gloss, how much is it? You can give today the price. Let's say it's $20, argument's sake, right? Normal price or special price? Normal price. What's a normal price? 30, okay, so it's normally $39, right? right? So just say, so $40, right? So normal price, $40. So if Sabrina said, how much is it for lip gloss? $40. Stop talking. Customer at this point, just stop talking and let the customer think of what that answer means to them. So you don't know what, here becomes our salesman's problem. We don't know what research they've done, so Mm. why they're asking the question. So our job isn't to try and guess what they may have looked up, but answer their question very literally be quiet while the customer acknowledges and interprets what does that answer mean to me. So let's use Lucia as the example. We'll keep using you as the example, Lucia. So if you said $40 and then went silent and Sabrina was thinking, she might think, oh, I saw it in a catalogue for $20. Hmm, that's weird. She'll ask you that. If you're quiet so that she can think, she'll have a better question. I saw it in a catalogue for $20. Which catalogue? This is about the only time we can ask a question. Which catalogue are you looking at? And she might say, the latest Nutrimedics one, I got it on a website today. Okay, that one there in that catalogue, that's how much the price is. Why did you say $40? That's the actual price of the product all the time. But if you found it at a special price, buy it at that one. And you can even say, I can help you do it, right? Mm. But mostly the customer just needs to know what's the price. And they're, they're not looking. It's like going to Woolworths. If somebody said to me, how much is it for Cadbury's chocolate? Five bucks is what I'll tell you. Actually, it's probably five seventy-five now. On any particular week, though, it could be as low as two seventy-five. but I have no idea on any particular week what that is. The price, the actual price of Cadbury's chocolate is five seventy five a block. If someone was to then, if a customer was then to say, "Well, I've seen it at Woolworths for two seventy five, well, now we've got something to talk about. But initially, as salesmen, when a customer asks us a question, we don't know what they've been researching. And the first question the customer will ask isn't necessarily the answer that the, the question that they want to ask. It just happens to be the first one that came out. Most customers don't necessarily know exactly what they want to ask. They just know they want to ask something. They tend to start with a price question so that then 
they can interpret that. How does the how does the salesman speak to them? Are they easy to talk to? Did they use lots of words? Can I even be bothered coming up with a second question? But the answer to the first question will give them another way forward. So they will ask more questions. So if you've got a, something that could come with multiple pricing based on any particular day of the week, still just start with the price because, again, we don't know when that customer is choosing to buy. They might not be buying for three months, in which case any special price today is pointless. Now, what's interesting is I had a, um, I ran a sales training class on overcoming sales anxiety the other day for, um, for a group of, um, of, uh, business owners who are in the baby realm. So in Canberra, there's a, a magazine called the baby directory or a directory called the baby directory. And it was a number of business owners who advertise in that. So, uh, a lot of lactation clinicians and, um, so ones that help women breastfeed and, um, and, uh, sleep specialists to get babies sleeping at night and of course the question comes out how much does it cost how much is it for an appointment to learn how to breastfeed the average answer is so one of the answers was 220 dollars. so when asked how much is it 220 dollars, but it's a two-hour appointment and I'll grab a lot of information and then I have to work out referrals afterwards and then I have to do this paperwork and I have to and I drive to you and then I drive home you know, this is a whole big explanation. Poor person's just going, I just wanted to know how much it was so I could book in. And there's so much explanation. And then they wonder why it all, um, you know, the, the sales become very difficult because there's lots of explanation that sits in there. Interestingly, when I had a coaching session with someone today, it turns out that $220 isn't actually enough to help someone with breastfeeding. It's almost a four-hour job. And um, the average nurse or a specialist job or a nurse that gets sent out from a hospital is um, is paid $350 to do it. And it takes a very long time and it could run over in time. So so pricing, though, isn't a problem. So when I spoke to some of these lactation clinicians and said, just say $350 and get used to it, interesting, they don't have the clients at $220. So what does it matter if they say $350? Because if you don't have a client, it doesn't actually matter the price. It only matters if you can say it. And so the problem becomes answering questions. Today's salesman's problem is not, do I have good questions to ask? It becomes, how do I answer them? So here's a great way to practice answering questions. Put your hand up to speak at any networking event you possibly can. Do a talk and wait for the questions to come through at the end. At those those questions that get asked at a networking event, one is they're literally trying to find out more about you, but inside of those questions, practice answering the question as fast as you possibly can with the fewest amount of words that you can use. It could be as simple as if someone says, what's the difference, Lucia, between your lipstick at $40 and, I don't know, Woolworth's lipstick at $20. The only answer that Lucia really honestly can give is, I don't know. Because what lipstick exactly are they comparing it to? So the answer becomes, I don't know. And then it's left for the customer to think of what does that answer mean to me? And the answer of I don't do is no is a great answer for a customer because they might think, 
Well, yeah, you don't know every lipstick and you don't even know which one I'm talking about. Well, that makes sense. I can't really ask anyone at Woolworths and, frankly, I can't be bothered going there. Lucia, I see her all the time. Actually, I'd rather just spend $40 and get one from somebody that I know and like already. So the price isn't actually the problem, but the customer doesn't know that until they get a very simple answer so they can work out what their actual problem is. It's not the difference in price between Lucia's and Woolworths. It actually will work out to be something more along the lines of who's going to help me more because I'm directly asking them and who's available and um, where do I want to spend my cash with somebody that I know and like or with a big corporate company that, you know, will involve me buying $75 worth of groceries if I happen to walk in to grab a lipstick, mm. right? So customer will work that out. Um, questions, comments, observations. I've got a quick question. Yep, sure. Um, so it, it's it's interesting. So our product um, can vary wildly. Mm-hmm. Um and so we do have an entry level product. Yep. So it's it always um, it, 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 yeah we really need to do a proper investigation before we offer a price because otherwise you know we, we really need to understand the outcome. So only we do recommend if, saying yeah, I'm hearing you, Stuart, but that's only if they are actually a customer. But if they're inquiring, you don't need to do a full investigation. It becomes, how much does it cost for a website? It starts at, if you do a gotcha. starting price, for someone who has like, it could be an infinite amount of choices and price, right? So it's going to start somewhere and you get to start with whatever one that you sell the most of or whatever one you want to sell the most of. Let's say you said websites, websites start at $5,000, right? Now it, it allows that person to go, Wow, really? Okay. So you don't do any for less. And now you've got to weigh in. What are you, what are you thinking of? What price are you thinking of? I was thinking of a $2,000 website. You can either say yes or no, or you could answer, yes, that's a two page website, or that's a one page website, or authors generally get that one to advertise a book. But you'll end up with an answer when you find out what they're specifically after. Initially, it's just an estimate. The person that's asking wants to know, is 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 there a price moving forward? You know, how easy can they answer that? Since most salesmen answer the question like, it's, well, it all depends, it's frustrating and annoying to the customer. So they go, well, they're so difficult to speak to, I'll find someone else. And, again, the price question tends to get asked first because they don't actually know what problem it is that they need solved. So they just start with price because it's just the easiest one. The interesting thing is when it comes to selling, that price question is already them 50% across the line having looked into you over everybody else. Why is it that they picked you? Which is more to the point than what your price is. So that's the question as a salesman we should be begging for a customer to ask us. Ask me, go on, just ask me, how much does it cost? Have the ability to say anything very fast and easy and then be quiet while you let the customer's cogs turn and they come up with better questions towards what it is that they're actually wanting answers to. And it allow you into the conversation if you can start answering fast. 
Stuart, does that help you out? It starts that. I saw a thumbs up before. Sorry, just had a rush back to unmute. Absolutely, that is bang on, and that was what I was thinking as well. Absolutely. So, yes. Excellent. Because let's say they were finding out the information for somebody else. There's no point you getting into a big conversation and asking questions when they're not even looking to buy anything because then they can't answer any of those questions. It becomes frustrating for them. So just answer fast. Let find out what's going to come next as well. An issue I ran into a while ago, or a couple of years ago, it was um, I was doing this 3D design for a guy and I said, all right, it's going to be 950, right? But it was a cultural thing where in his country or in in that area, they barter and negotiate you down. Yeah. I kept saying, no, no, it's 950. Yeah. But you, you still, you'll still find that cultural clash where they think, oh, that that's the starting price. I can knock that down. So, yeah. 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 So that will happen, different cultures, that will happen. Um, and so in those where you're getting bartered, your job as a salesman is to hold steady with your price. If they say, well, let's say it's um, $950, and they say, I'll give you $800, you get to say this, sure, what bit do you want me to not do? <laughs> and just ask them, which bit do I take out? Right? Does anyone here know Glenn Kirkwood? Right. So Glenn Kirkwood called me last year and he said, oh, Missy, he said, I've got this client. He said, I can't believe it. Finally got a client of um, a particular um, ethnicity who is used to bartering. And he rang up asking for, um, he said, I've never got one of these clients before. He said, I've always had trouble with the person that barters or is always trying to negotiate price. He said, anyhow, he said, based off just holding steady on the price, he said he had this person call up and say, I need my house cleaned. I want to sell it. I need my house cleaned. Do you do that? Glenn said, yes. He said, great. How much does that cost? Glenn, Glenn said, well, it starts at $2,500. And the guy said, um, you haven't heard how big it is yet. He said, all right, tell me how big it is. Right. So he just gave a price, $2,500. You haven't heard the size of it yet. Okay. You tell me the size. Um, you know, four bedroom, it's a house, blah, blah, blah. And Glenn says, yep, average price for a four-bedroom house is 2500 And he said, um, he said, can I have a discount? No, can't. Is that your best price? Yes, it is. He said, so what if I pay cash? Can I pay $2,000? Uh, no. He said, I don't think that my house is that dirty. So, um, so you know, what if it's not? And Glenn said, that's the starting price regardless of what it is. And he said, any chance you can come past and have a look? And then um, give me a, a proper a proper price. So Glenn went over there and based off what the guy's instructions were for what the house was like, Glenn went in and he said, yeah, actually, it was it was worse than what he'd made out. And Glenn called him back and said, all right, so I've looked at the place. It's actually 3,500. Uh, 3, 3,500? <laughs> he said, yes, based off what you said, it's actually more. And he said, and if I had it turned up tomorrow and and was doing it, I would have looked around first, confirmed with you that price, and then gone, okay, it's 3500 Do you want us to keep going? So he said, so I would have done that anyway. And he said, well, can I have a discount? No. He said, all right, so how do I do it? Do I pay you half and then you do it tomorrow and then I pay the other? Glenn said, no, you put 3500 in my bank account today. And the guy said, I'll put 3000 in your bank account today. And Glenn said, well, then while we're on the phone, tell me which room you don't want cleaned. Yeah. And the guy said, I've put 3500 in right now. 
right? See, the thing is, is when it comes to negotiating price, the reason some cultures negotiate hardened price is because they get a, they they can get away with it, and they don't they don't really know the rules of the sale because people keep changing the price. But you have a price. You don't have to change your price. You just get to hold steady because these same people don't negotiate the supermarket. They might try if they first move here. They might try to negotiate a supermarket, but I've bought 10 cartons of milk. Yes. (laughs) So 10 times the cartons of milk is exactly the price, right? And then they don't negotiate anymore. They've just gone, oh, well, those are the rules. I'll just take it as it comes, right? So everybody, we can all hold steady. Apple does the same. You buy 10 Apple computers, there is no negotiation price. It's that price times 10 and people just buy it. So we can do the same. So when somebody tries to negotiate, just state the rules and if they want to pay less, just ask, what do you want taken out? And they learn the rules very fast. Gunti, you've got your hand up. Yes, I was just going to say, by giving the person the price first, or straight away when they ask for it, you get rid of what we call the uh, pamphlet collectors. Who knows about pamphlet collectors? No, tell me. Anybody that's, anybody that's been to a trade show, you have thousands of people coming past you just collecting literature. They don't want it. They don't need it. They just pick it up. You know? Yeah, yeah, so you're handing it out. I'll take it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you give the price straight away, you don't. They don't ask for anything more. Yes, those who really want to buy will ask more questions because they don't understand your price compared to what it is that they could be after. And there are ways to make questions. There is a way to ask questions, but what you have to do is you have to wait till either they, if they decide to sell. Um, if they decide to sell or to buy, sorry, then you don't need to ask them questions because they've gone, great, here's my card. And if they decide not to, thank you very much for the information. Now you have a way in for questions. Is there something you were after specifically? Did I answer your question? Have you got more questions? Is there something that's missing? And now you have a way in to ask questions. But until they have made that decision to buy or move on, there's no need to ask questions. Ray, you're the last person because we're moving on. Yes. What is the question? The question was, what about a range from a low to a high? Just give them a, just give them a price, one price. People can't deal with ranges because they don't know what you're talking about. So when they ask a question, how much does it cost for, you know, um, to look great and have my skin looking great and wrinkle-free, pick anything that you can think of in your head and say, it starts from and let them ask more questions specifically about what it is that they're after. Okay. Customer has questions. They're the only ones with good questions. Customer has questions. Allow the questions to come through by not confusing them with your own personal thoughts and, and questions. All right, that's a wrap.